Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking superstars in boxing, folks. Amir Khan, King Khan will be here, of course, living in the San Francisco Bay Area now as he trains with uh, Virgil Hunter. Virgil Hunter, of course, of Andre Ward fame, the 2004 Olympic gold medalist and current world 168-pound champion. But Amir Khan getting his act together at welterweight. And at welterweight, he's probably one of two guys that have a legitimate chance of beating Floyd Mayweather and the other guy being Kell Brook. But straight up, we're going to talk with Amir Khan. We've got open phone lines coast to coast. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. I'll, I'll open up the Twitter thing in a couple of minutes. Twitter, uh, Twitter.com using the hash mark ringtalk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K for Amir Khan. But we're going to press Amir on life in the Bay Area where he's going at 147 pounds. What he thinks about Ricky Burns. What he thinks about Frank Maloney. Of course, Frank Maloney. What's he now known as? Jenny? Jenny Maloney. Frank Maloney was the boxing promoter that had that sex change operation. He wasn't a good-looking guy to begin with, and he's not a very good-looking woman either. But straight up, we've got lots of questions for King Khan and Mira Khan. Expect to have a great time with him. Join us, if you will, on the toll-free 1-800-878-7529. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network. And get this, if you haven't downloaded the iHeartRadio app yet, what are you waiting for? Go to iHeartRadio.com, download, download the free app, take Ring Talk anywhere you go in the world, on your tablet or your smartphone. And of course, hey, Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 93. This is Ring Talk. Why does consultant Jack Carey stay at La Quinta? Because only La Quinta sends Jack a ready-for-you alert the second his room is ready. So Jack knows exactly when he can check in and tune up for his big presentation. And when Jack's all tuned up, you know what happens? Well done, Jack. Incredible work. Presentation perfection. His clients sing his praises. La Quinta Inns and Suites is ready for you, so you'll be ready for business. The ready-for-you alert only at LaQuinta.com. If your dog suffers from sore joints, skin rash, or other signs of aging, Dogevity is for you. It would get so bad that I'd have her out a block from the house and she couldn't even walk home. When she was a young dog, her little hind quarter gave out on her. We took her to the veterinarian. They said that she would require surgery. When they're on the Dogevity, they seem like they get a whole nother gear out of themselves. In my more than 30 years as a vet, I've never seen a supplement make such a difference in pets' vitality and health. I mean, I saw immediate results. At age 14, she's she's like a little puppy. My son-in-law told me about Dogevity. Within five days, it was like a miracle. Since Dogevity, our game of tug of war is back on. To try Dogevity today, visit Dogevity.com. D-O-G-G-E-V-I-T-I dot com. Dogevity. D-O-G-G-E-V-I-T-I dot com. Call 855-543-8484. 855-543-8484. Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if? 
Wait till something happens to your family or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote. 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it and use it for whatever you want. Call toll free. 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. <laughs> Seriously. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. Create my own radio stations. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's a voice I'd know anywhere. Darkest of night with the moon shining There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. My first guest is uh, our has been envied the world around. He has excellent boxing skills. He talks well. And, of course, he is Amir Khan from the United Kingdom. Amir, how are you this morning, sir? Hey, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. That's good. Tell me about the Bay Area. Now, living up here in the SF Bay Area, tell me about San Francisco. Oh, first of all, it's a beautiful place. I mean, I call it my second home. Um, UK, I, I think everyone knows I live in UK and I come to the Bay Area to do all my training and everything. But I love the Bay. Honestly, the people here are great. Um, I've I've been looked at like um, you know a, a fighter that is from the Bay Area. Uh, everywhere I go, people are wishing me uh, all the best in my career and supporting me and always behind me and uh, just great motivation. You know, I get from here. But yeah, I got to say, I mean, it's a great place to live in. The weather is always nice. Um, and, and like I said, the people are always nice as well. Are you surprised it's so damn expensive to live here? It costs like three thousand dollars to rent out a matchbox. Oh, it's crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I live, I live not far from the gym, and uh, yeah, it's, it is quite expensive living out here and stuff. But look, these are the things you have to do for, if you want to be a great fighter, and you you need you need the top of the range training and everything. You need to sometimes spend because in the long run, it's it's going to be worth it. Did you feel you weren't getting the proper training? I mean, did you feel something was lacking? Obviously, if you if you came to Hunter, there was something missing with your training program in the UK. Yeah, well, well, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, the UK training programs are good, and um, I love. I used to love training over there, and I still train over there when I go back there. You know, when I, when I go back after a fight. But the thing is, um, I just need to get away from all the distraction over there. I mean, there's so much distraction. You know, I mean, it's 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 kind of crazy. I mean, I can't walk the streets in the UK. You know, um, everywhere you go, people. You know, you know, it's not like I'm getting bothered. I mean, it's nice that people come over to you and stuff. But you know, whenever I used to train there, I used to have people queuing outside for hours and hours. And sometimes you need to get away from that because when you're in training camp, you've had a tough day. You know, you want to get home. You want to get get to get get to rest. Amir, and, uh, Amir, I used to really fight. Want to be bothered too much. I used to fight here locally, and it was a pain in the ass when I fought locally because the day of the fight and two days before the fight, everybody's calling you for tickets. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's another thing as well. Whenever you fight in the UK, I've still had a few fights in the UK since I've been training out here. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, your friends come at the woodworks that you've not <laughs> spoken to for years and years, and they're like, "Hey, remember me? You, you promised me a ticket, and you know I'm the nicest guy because." Whenever people ask me for a ticket, I'm always like, yeah, yeah, look after you, don't worry. So sometimes being too nice can be, you know, can be quite quite bad. I mean, the promoters don't get, don't be happy. My management team's like, hey, you promised so many people tickets. What's going on? Okay, yeah. you can't be printing tickets and making money. Bottom line is we're spending some time with Amir Khan. I am uh, happy that he spent some time with us. Of course, he is training here in the San Francisco Bay Area under the tutelage of Virtual Hunter. Now, what's up next for you? What are you doing? Well, next for me, hopefully, going to be fighting in December. We're looking at the 6th of December, hopefully looking at New York or somewhere like that. So, uh, you know, I've always fought in Vegas a lot of times. It's always nice to change it up a little bit, you know, to give your fans around around different states a chance to see you fight. So, you know, I thought New York would be a great a great spot for me because um, 
I hear so much noise about the Barclays Centre being such a great event and a great stadium and a, and a venue for boxing. So I'd love to fight there because I had my chance to fight the Madison Square Garden against Paulie. So my next um, uh, you know, big fight in New York, I want it to be in the Barclays Centre. And, and I have such a huge fan base over there. Plus the wife's from there as well. My in-laws are from there. Okay. But whenever I go to New York... See my in-laws and my wife. I mean, it's crazy. People are always asking me, "When are you going to fight over here?" So I think it's good to give everybody a chance to see you fight and you know fight around there as well. Okay, Amir Khan's our guest now. Amir, I got to ask you this one, and I hope you're ready for this one. But what did you think of uh, Frank Maloney's uh, change? Uh, do you think Frank's a good-looking? Oh, Frank, you know, Frank's <laughs> a friend of ours. He's a family friend. I understand so that, but as far as it, he he wasn't the best-looking man in the world, and now he's a woman, and now he wants to go back. So, I mean, that's a big decision. You want to go back? You know, when the news was leaked when I was uh, when I left England, when I come to training, and that's when I heard. I mean, it was a shock to us all, don't get me wrong, you know. But look, Frank's a very nice guy, and I mean, he, only he knows best. But is that what is that what you've heard now he wants to go back? Yeah, but to you him? know what? Here, Amir, Amir, the bottom line is you and I are adults, and what people want to do in their adult life is their own business. They, they can. Some of it we consider we can consider bizarre, but if he felt that he was a woman trapped in a man's body all these years, and I've known a couple guys that, that have been that, and they were gay as mm-hmm. kids, and we knew they were gay growing up. You hear what I'm saying? But they, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't become gay until they were like 40, and after they had kids in this thing because they had to live some closeted lifestyle. So I, okay. I don't think anybody should be a prisoner. And if he wants to go that way, he can go if that way. If he wants to go that I, way, look, we have to only let him be, and you know, we, we have to let it be because end of the day, look, it's however he feels comfortable. It's his life. And, you know, I mean... You know, he kept it on so long, I think, he must be late in the late 40s, so uh, a little bit older. But No, I mean, he's got to be close to 60. Yeah, 60, yeah. Yeah, come time. on, Amir, he's got to be he close. Left it, he left it quite long, but the thing is, look, good luck to him, whatever he does. No, I mean, and I agree, and he was a hell, He is a hell of a promoter, right? No question about that. Good promoter. I mean, you have, like, I mean, he took Lennox Lewis to, um, to titles after titles, you know, in the heavyweight division, mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, since then, he's had a few of the heavyweights, uh, but he didn't really get as much success. But look, uh, if, he is having, if he's having more success in his uh, life, in his changeover, then, you know, let it be, man. I'm, okay. Now, know, now, I have to say that Tammy at Pasquale's Pizza yesterday uh, begged me to ask you that question. So yeah. that's, that's on Tammy. All right, cool. <laughs> that's on Tammy. What's up with Ricky Burns at 147? You think he's a real deal at 147? He's a former WBO champion at 140 or 135, I believe. Um, is that Ricky Burns, yeah? Ricky Burns wants to move up to when he's fighting, when he oh, fought I mean, at 147, didn't look all that this, good. This is great, this, because, I mean, this is all news to me as well. Like I said, it's very hard for me to keep up with the UK stuff while, while I'm out here. But 147, I think, um, I mean, look, he's a, he was a big 135 and he was a big 140. But I think 147 is pushing you a little bit. And, uh, look, he has the boxing skills, but sometimes you want to take that power into 147 because you're going to be fighting these tough guys who are going to come, come down from, like, 160, 165. So you have to keep them away. So, you know, by keeping them away, you need power. Now, if he's going to go into that weight division after having two losses, his confidence is not going to be up there. So, you know, I think it's, it's, it may be a wrong move. But, look, it's hard to say because, you know... Um, like some fighters, sometimes when they move up away, they they are better fighters. Well, here's um, what's up. I can't he's... really see that Ricky because he's had a lot of wars in them lower divisions as well. And I think it might be the wrong move going up to 147. I think it's a bit too much at the moment. Okay. Oh, but American at 147, there's a possible opponent for you, no? It is, yeah. I think um, it definitely could be in the future. I mean, the, 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 the list is getting on and on and longer and longer. I mean, especially in the UK with, with the likes of Kel Brook and then you've got you know, you got Ricky Burns. I mean, yeah, you know, once he gets his feet wet and has a fight at 147, then, you know, he probably knows if he's if he wants to fight me, and maybe that could happen one day, yeah. Okay. Amir Khan's our guest, folks. Of course, he's the former champion, 140 pounds, and looking to uh, do his thing at 147. And I've told you over the past uh, many, many shows and, and articles that I think he has, he and Kell Brook have the best chance of beating Floyd Mayweather today if Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather would step up and fight either of these two lads from the United Kingdom. Open phone lines coast to coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Tower of Power taking us to the break. You ought to be having fun. We're having fun with Amir Khan. You can as well, 1-800-878-7529. Or you can tweet us. 
uh, Twitter.com using the hash mark Ring Talk. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and Sirius Satellite XM Channel 93. Attention catheter users, stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month, all at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Show a little bit of class. This is a man that I've spent some time talking to. Yeah. You go to work, work hard all day. At the end of the week, you collect your Fantastic ballad from the mighty Tower of Power. Off the Dinosaur Track CD, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. It is as simple as that. If you want the inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts, well, Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, two different shows. Then we go to another show Monday. Get this Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Sirius XM Satellite Radio Network, Channel 93. So we've got... Got it all covered. We're in your car. We're in your home. We're on your tablet. You can download the iHeartRadio app anywhere you go and take Ring Talk like on your smartphone, your tablet. We got it going on, folks. iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite 93, Channel uh, 93, Mondays at 5 o'clock, 5 to 7 p.m., two hours of Ring Talk Live worldwide. Lots of boxing and mixed martial arts to talk about. And hour number two on many of these same sports, uh, sports byline affiliate stations, Art Davey. 
The man that discovered the UFC, the man that had the balls to put it on UTV, he had to go get insurance. He didn't have a TV contract till an hour before the show. Art Davies got a great story to tell. Hour number two today, the MMA Hour on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Now we go back to King Khan, Amir Khan, of course. He twice beaten Junior Welterweight out of the uh, United Kingdom. Former, originally, you're of Pakistani descent. Have you ever been to Pakistan? Yeah, I've been to Pakistan a few times. And what's and, it like? Uh, I got so much love from there. Honestly, it's like... Um, it's so crazy. I mean, you know, Pakistan is a it's a, like a third world country, and um, they don't have many heroes that they look up to, apart from the cricket team. So, with boxing, I mean, the last boxer they followed was Muhammad Ali, and they follow me like um, like their Muhammad Ali. And uh, I swear it's crazy. I get so much love from there, and people go crazy. So it's it's really nice to go back there. I go there like once a year, sometimes twice a year. So, yeah, it's nice to go back up. My family's still there. How the hell do uh, those guys catch their cricket ball without a glove? It's, cra- it's crazy, huh? <laughs> it's so hard as well, and, and they, they catch you without a glove. I mean, you can just imagine uh, someone someone throwing a baseball at you at, uh, like, 80 miles per hour, and you have to catch it. I mean, you you are going to break some fingers and stuff. But, uh, they, 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 for some reason, I don't know how they do it, but they, they, they manage it, don't they? Okay. Um... Let's talk about Kell Brook. Kell Brook's a you know good fighter. I mean, he's got some good yeah. skills, and, and I watched him grow up on Box Nation and on the internet. And of course, then he he beat uh, beat the guy for the junior welterweight title, uh, the IBF title, uh, a fortnight ago. But the bottom line is, he's been stabbed three times now, twice in England and once in Spain. What does that say about Kell Brook? Look, I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, look, you know, if you're gonna get stabbed by somebody. Then you know you are you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, and also um, you know maybe you, you have the wrong group of friends or you are the wrong places really. I mean, or it's it's you. you. I mean, if he's been stabbed three times, then maybe he needs to control himself when he's drunk, and he needs to um, you know maybe change his attitude a little bit when he's out with friends or whatever. Because the only reason something like that's gonna happen is if he's you know causing trouble. Or maybe done something stupid, or you know, people are getting the payback. So you know, like you see, I, I live in England as well, and I've never had problems like that in my life. You know, I've, I've been, I mean, I'm probably, I'm probably well more well known than Kelbrook, and I've never had problems in like being stabbed or anything. Uh, but he's been stabbed three times, so that just says something about his <laughs> maybe character. You know, I think, uh, I mean, look, it's a shame because you know he, he could have destroyed his whole boxing career. But um, but not once, to... not twice, three times. Three times. Well, I thought I thought he's only twice. <laughs> uh, three times. Wow. Well, you know, it's, it shows maybe he's he's uh, getting into a lot of trouble that he shouldn't be. And now he's a professional fighter. Maybe he should just focus more about the boxing and in the ring fighting than maybe doing silly things outside. Okay, twenty nine three, nineteen KOs. You were called the prodigy. Was there too much pressure put on you coming out of the amateurs? And then was uh, did you like take did you take it a little bit too easy? Did you think that were things given to you that maybe uh, you know? Were, did you have an easier road than most guys? That's what I'm trying to say. Um, well, I, I don't know because I mean, my first fight I had, I remember we sold it. We sold it out. We sold uh, eight thousand tickets for the first fight. Now eight thousand tickets is you know some people can't even do that. On, on their world title fights. Now, that was the first fight in the UK, and, and it was it was being broadcasted on one of the national televisions, you know, on Trestle TV. And Trestle TV had never been showing a professional boxing for a long time, but with me, they went back into boxing. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, a lot of pressure was there. A lot of people were, you know, wanting me in a world title fight so quick. I mean, I had all that pressure, and I think it was a little bit harder for me because having all that pressure, you know, wherever you go, and people watching you fight, if you were making a little mistake, people were jumping uh, in front of it. I mean, I got fast-tracked in a way because people wanted to see me, you know, be successful so quick. I mean, I had my first world title fight at the age of... I had my first title fight at the age of, uh, you know, 20, 20 I was. Yeah, also, sorry, I was 19, and I had only 14 fights. I fought for the Commonwealth title, and then they went on and on and off for my first world title for, uh, at the age of uh, 20, just turned 22, and I uh, only had 21 fights. Okay. So, really, I think I was fast-tracked more okay. because people want to see me in world title fights, and 
you know, want to see me in the big fights, and 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 they got that. I mean, I'm only had. I've only had um, 32 fights now, and it seems like I've been going forever. People forget how old I am. I'm only 27 years old, and when people talk to me and see me, they're like, they must they think I'm like 35. And when I tell them I'm only 27, they're like, damn, you've been around for such a long time. Maybe because I was so young in the Olympic Games, and from there went on to professional. You know, uh, so I've always been in the public eye for for a long time. So. You know, I think that if I, if I wasn't maybe in the public eye as much, I think I could have focused more on maybe having those easier fights in the beginning and learning fights because that would have only made me a better fighter. But I didn't do that. I had to fast-track myself to them big fights to, uh, a lot quicker. You know, like I said, my fight, 20, my fight 21 was for world titles, which you don't really see many fighters going into, you know, that soon. The pro debut... 2005 for the 2004 Olympic silver medalist at lightweight is 130, 132 pounds, right? Um, uh, in, in the, the Olympics, Olympics? Yeah. Right. And you know, I used to fight at 139 in the old junior welterweight division in the Olympics. Won four Golden Glove championships here. Virgil remembers. Okay. Virgil's an old guy. Yeah. Anyway, the bottom line was I was dying to make those last two pounds from 141 down. And then after I retired, Amir, what did they do? They raised the weight limit to 141. Oh my God! I, I mean, it, it went to one forty. Well, yeah, one forty-one. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's crazy, huh? Because Man. then two pounds might might have made a massive difference in your but, career, and you know, sometimes it's only like one or two pounds that could destroy a fighter and kill a fighter by making by taking off them two pounds. You, you know, so I, like, I, I like thought. It, I thought that the I thought that you making 140 pounds uh, at this stage of the game, 24, 25 years old, 26 years old. I thought that was killing you. I thought you were dying at the weight there. You look skinny. You look yeah. I, w- I was killing myself. I mean, I remember you know walking around at like a, a week of the fight. I used to be like 153, and I used to be like, how the hell am I going to get down to 140? I used to look at myself and I used to be all cut up and I used to be like, damn, I have to maybe chop a leg off or something to get down to that weight because. I used to be so lean as well, but um, look, I um, I managed it for a long time, and I think that was probably the worst thing I did because towards the end of the end of my uh, career at 140, you know, I started getting into tough fights and I mean, well, making them fights tough because I wasn't really strong enough, healthy enough. I was so weak going into the fight. So since I moved up to 147, I feel like a different man. You know, I feel like a different fighter. I feel so much stronger and. Yeah, you know, and, and 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 I feel so much happier. That's the main thing. Okay, Floyd Mayweather had a close call the first time around. I scored it a draw, six rounds even, but it was the most uneventful draw I've ever seen in my life. That first fight with Marco Medina. Yet you handle Marco Medina with ease, and Floyd Mayweather semi struggled with him once, and then semi struggled with him the second time. What is I think that? Styles, you know, styles make fights. I yeah. mean, styles make fights. You know, Floyd maybe has problems with guys who are just going to run at him and throw big looping shots. I mean, when I fought Maidana, Maidana was a little bit more quicker as well and a little bit more elusive, you know, because he had that movement. He was he was coming off a good winning streak, knocking out a lot of fighters and knocking out Victor Ortiz. So, um, you know, he was he was on a high. Um, oh, wait, time out, time, time out, Amir. When he knocked out Victor Ortiz, he sort of... That was sort of like a punk ass move, though. I mean, he got him to drop. He dropped his hands up. Ba boom! That was that was a crazy fight, you know. That was. Uh, <laughs> hey, but, well, but here's what's up, That's me with the, I'm talking about when Madonna knocked out um, oh. Victor Ortiz. Oh, Victor Ortiz. Okay, Madonna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that then maybe I think it was a fight after that I fought Madonna. So Madonna was coming off a good win, you know. And, 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 and he was a very tough opponent, tough operator. But look, I knew he was going to give Floyd problems. I mean, look, when you got a young, hungry fighter in front of you, regardless what his style like, he's going to give you problems. I mean, that's why, like, you know, I've always said the fight between me and Floyd, I love that fight because I'm, I'm the young, hungry one. I'm the one who wants to, you know, go out there and, you know, take his all. And, and, and I have that hunger in me. And it seems to me that most of the other fighters in the past didn't really have that hunger, you know, like, like I've got the hunger. I mean, Maidana did, and Maidana nearly beat him the first time, you know, and caused him a lot of problems. But, I mean, I think the hunger that I have is something that no other fighter has. And I really believe that, you know, the problem that Floyd will have against me will be the speed. Look, fine, people can say I mean, might not be able to take the best shot of Floyd, but Floyd's not the biggest puncher, so I don't, can't see Floyd hurting me. I mean, the guys who have knocked me out have been very big punches, you know. They've been huge punches, and they've caught me with good, clean punches that probably would knock out any 
fighter who they hit like that. So, so you know, with Floyd, I think with that fight, it'd be like a game of chess because you know you've got two fighters who are quick. Um, I probably see myself quicker than Floyd, so Floyd never faced anyone quicker than him. But when it comes to foreign combinations, and one thing I want to say as well is, I'm never in a boring fight. You know, when it comes to fight fighting, you know, I give 100%. I'm not like most fighters when they go in there. Sometimes they might get, um, you know, they might just slow down or they might just kind of quit before the fight starts because they think, oh, okay, I'm fighting a Floyd Mayweather or I'm fighting, you know, a big name. Sometimes they give up before they get in the ring. But with me, you know, I, I, that kind of drives me and motivates me to when I go in there, I've got a challenge in front of me. So it makes me work harder and train harder. And then when I go in the fight, it makes me push, me, it makes me push myself even harder you know, to beat this guy. So... I mean, you, you'll never see Amir Khan in a boring fight regardless. No, you should. What? Amir, we're running up on a commercial break here. I'm going to keep you here f- for a few more minutes. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. cool, bro. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live, Worldwide, iHeartRadio, of course, Sports Byline, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. This is Ring Talk Live, Worldwide. Geico presents Fan Mail to a Pig. Dear Maxwell, first off, I really enjoy your commercials about Geico's app. I watch them over and over and over. They make me both laugh and very hungry. Weird. Anyway, I just want to let you know how Geico's new claim status updates on the app really blow me away. Getting those updates makes me think of you. I'd like to thank you in person. Just send me your address. All the best, Big Bad W. Sure thing, Big Bad W. I got a pen. It's 802 Not Gonna Happen Lane. Claim status updates just to tap away on the Geico app. Are you concerned about the effect bug repellent chemicals have on your family's health? Now there's Cedarside, an organic bug spray. Cedarside carries a suite of pest control products made from all natural cedar oil. They kill and repel a variety of bugs, yet they're not at all harmful to people, pets, or the environment. To order, go to cedarside.com or call 800 842 1464 800-842-1464 Cedarside Effective pest control that's safe for people, pets, and premises Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up Do something about it Grab a pencil and jot down this special number Call 877-499-MY-TV The more cable TV rates go up the better digital satellite TV looks So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money Call 877-499-MY-TV Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy You get free HD TV upgrade a free DVR upgrade and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV Waiting for settlement or annuity payments but need cash now? Stop waiting years for your money. Now you have a better choice. We're Novation, and we'll pay a large lump sum of cash in exchange for settlement or annuity payments. You get the upfront cash you need and let Novation do the waiting. Call our toll-free assistance line right now and get our free DVD that explains how you can turn future settlement or annuity payments into cash. Call 800-541-0769. That's 800-541-0769. Calling all motorheads. It's time to rise up and pay homage to the Freak Nation. Or just flip your fat radio on to Speed Freaks every Sunday night at 7 Pacific on the Sports Byline USA Network. Join me, Kenny Sargent, with Statman and Crash Gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports from IndyCar to NASCAR, the drags to Supercross, and a big-time rock and roll band from time to time. That's Speed Freaks, Sunday night to 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory eight count and Foreman is as poised as can be. The mouth that roared. No, not me. Howard Cosell. Great Howard Cosell calling the great fights. Of course, back in the days, wide world of sports. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Live worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking to the world of boxing. In the upcoming hour, we're going to talk MMA with the man that had the audacity. I mean, 
that people thought he was crazy. He put the UFC on TV back in 1993. This MMA tournament that people thought was like a freak show, but now of course it's kicking ass. It's a billion dollar industry around the world. The UFC kicking ass. But 1993, when it first started, they didn't even have a TV contract to put it on pay per view until an hour before the event. Art Davy live on Ring Talk Live Worldwide in hour number two, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeart Radio Network, and of course. Sirius Satellite, XM Radio, Channel 93. Amir Khan's on the line. Of course, he's training in the Bay Area now. He's a, we call him a California boy. Um, he's one of our California guys here in the San Francisco Bay Area training with Virgil Hunter. Hey, how's, Virgil's a pretty cool dude. Does Virgil ever lose his cool at all? No, Virgil's very cool. You know, he's very chilled out and stuff, and uh, he's very calm. He's a great trainer. I mean, he, he's one of them type of trainers that he'll, 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 he'll talk to you, he'll put it into your head what to do, and he's not one of them trainers who yell at you and kind of make you... But my, he almost my, seems my, like you know, he's on heroin. Force it upon you. I'm sorry? He almost seems like he's on heroin. I mean, he's like so mellow. It's unbelievable. So mellow, yeah, very mellow. No, no, he's very mellow. But I think that that's the best way of teaching somebody because, you know, I think it's been like whenever someone shouts at you, you're never going to take him seriously. But when someone tells you quietly and then you're going to be like, wait a minute, you know, this guy's probably telling the truth. He's serious about it and stuff. And he respects his fighters. I mean, he doesn't look at us like kids or anything. We are adults. We are grown men as well. So he respects us that way. And he's only telling us stuff that he, he knows that he's going to work for us and make us a better fighter. I mean, he has a lot of respect for myself, for Andre Ward, and we respect him back that way as well. So, you know, when someone respects you and doesn't shout at you or doesn't scream at you, then you're going to respect that person even more. So I think Virgil has that kind of approach. You know, trainers that screamed at me that didn't work, and, and I ended up leaving them and not staying with them for more than one fight. I had a couple of guys that liked to scream when I was a young guy. I don't like yeah. people that scream. People that scream and, shit, and scream and stuff just doesn't work with me. I got to ask you this. Manny Pacquiao, according to Pauli Malignaggi, who you stopped in 11 rounds, um, Pauli Malignaggi says that, that Manny Pacquiao has not looked good since we all said he was taking steroids and we were on his butt about it, and he hasn't looked good since, but his head has grown still. What's, what, do you think Manny's taking stuff? Do you think Manny's taking stuff? I mean, it's hard to say. Look, I've trained with a guy. I've sparred with him. And man, he's a friend of mine as well. I mean, look, it's hard to say because, look, there's been so many people saying that he's been on or something, but I've never seen him do anything silly like that. Uh, I've been to training camp with him in the Philippines. I've been to training camp with him in LA. And, uh, you know, I've never... I've heard a lot of stuff uh, from reading stuff, but I've never really seen him do anything silly like that. So I can't really answer that question, but... I mean, okay, I will ask you this one question then. You are a yeah. boxing purist, no doubt about it. Can you anybody go from 107 to 147 pounds and not put on an I mean, ounce of fat? It's very hard. It's very hard <laughs> to do that because he's not really the tallest. But, I mean, look, you know, he, I know one thing. I mean, money trains, he trains very hard. So, you know, when a guy trains very hard, I mean, I think he can do anything, you know. Okay. What do you th- when, you, when you want people to look back at, and your legacy is not it's not set yet, but when you pe- want people to look back at, at Amir Khan, what do you want them to think about? First of all, Amir Khan the person. What do you want them to, to think about Amir Khan the person? Um, you know, I mean, I want to be one guy who, who gives does a lot for charity and does a lot for his people. I also in the boxing um, life, I want people to remember me remember me as a great champion and a champion who, when I used to come to fight, I come to fight. I'm not like one of them guys who who will run around the boxing ring. I mean, you know, that's sometimes Floyd just maybe sometimes people don't give him that kind of respect for winning a fight when he starts to run in the last round, like the Maidana fight. And just gone. I mean, the last round spoiled the whole fight for him, I believe, because he started to run around the ring and run away from Maidana, and the whole crowd started to do him. And and and, and before before that, before in those eleven rounds, it was going really well. It was just a twelfth round. That okay, I got one question for you before I let you go. Okay, telling question: Does Floyd Mayweather have a little bitch in him? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, think yeah. so. He's always complaining. So. Always complaining. Yeah. <laughs> you always know complaining. what? And look, you know, if you're a man, I mean, somebody has to just, uh, you know, swallow and swallow it and say, look, that's it, man, whatever. But sometimes he's, yeah, he does kind of sometimes whine a little bit and stuff. Mm. And I mean, look, you're on a man's sport. I mean, act like a man, you know. Well, you've always acted like a man. I thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I feel honored. You're in the Bay Area. We can get together and do this again real soon. When you get a fight, look, yeah. I need to know. Okay, Amir? Yeah, look, definitely. If, you ever, if you're in the gym or whatever, just get in touch with myself or Virgil. We'd like you to come down and see us train or whatever, yeah. All the best to you, my friend. Good luck. 
I appreciate it. Thank right. you, guys. Thank you so much. From Americon, we take it to Big Bear, California, folks. Where's Big Bear? Well, it's like this mountain resort near L.A. It's got snow in the wintertime, and it's hot in the summertime. And Abel Sanchez has a training camp up there, of course. Abel Sanchez, trainer extraordinaire, broke out with the Norris brothers, Orla and Terry Norris, back in the day. And now, of course, he trains Triple G, Janati Golovkin, in action this Saturday, October 18th, the StubHub Center, Carson, California, against Marco Antonio Rubio. Mr. Sanchez, always a pleasure. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Pedro. How are you? I'm pretty good. How's life treating you? Great, man. How's your lovely wife and family? They're doing very well. Thank you very much. That's good. How's Triple G now? He was supposed to send, spend some time with me today. He's tired, not feeling well. What? No, it just uh, I try to give him Sundays where I don't bother him. Uh, we work him hard enough for six days, so the Sundays is his day. So uh, he asked me, uh, since being so close to the fight, that uh, let him rest and let him uh, do the things. He's going off the mountain to get a haircut or something like that, so... He's uh, taking his time. What is he doing his off time? If he's such a uh, uh, an ardent gym rat in the gym, what does he do when he's not in the gym? Nothing. Nothing? Uh, nothing. He believes uh, when he goes home, he goes home to his wife and his kids and does nothing uh, about boxing. Uh, when he comes to camp, he trains him. He runs in the morning, trains in the afternoon, and they watch TV. They play chess. They play checkers. They you know they play cards. Uh, watch movies, uh, but nothing to do with boxing. He, When he's in the gym, that's his time uh, to do the boxing. When he's outside the gym, it's his time to do his thing. How's the English coming? It's coming along. Uh, we've got a teacher working with him. Um, hopefully uh, he progresses as, as, as fast and as good as he's progressing in, in the boxing ring. But <laughs> it's something that he speaks four different languages. And, oh, he, he speaks three. He's trying to master the fourth. So it's a little difficult for him, but he's getting it. Do you think Roberto Duran would have been a bigger star if he'd have learned English? Oh, absolutely. Julio uh, Cesar Chavez Sr., uh, Felix Trinidad. I mean, they were all super, superstars, and I think the English would have helped uh, convey the, how they feel to the public. You know, it's hard to understand uh, uh, and, and believe a translator all the time. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Historically, do you rate Ray Leonard or Roberto Duran one and two? I mean, where do you rate those guys as far as against each other is concerned? Uh, as a lightweight, uh, and as a, uh, let's go at their best weights. As a lightweight, Duran and Leonard as a welterweight, I'd, I'd have to say Duran was uh, number one, and Leonard was number two. As they get up, get up in weight, I think uh, Leonard was able to uh, uh, amend his style to, to be effective in the ring, where Duran was uh, basically the same kind of guy, attacking guy that uh, that he was at 35. So, uh, at a later stage, I would have to say uh, Ray Leonard. But do you remember that ring they put Duran in that night in New Orleans? It was like 24 feet to the ropes. You're laughing. I thought I was, Roberto wasn't laughing. You know what? I'm, I'm laughing because that, that's, that's where Ray Leonard learned how to adjust his game inside and outside the ring. I mean, uh, obviously Duran's people were not savvy uh, <laughs> enough at the time to, to change that or have questioned that, but that was very smart on Ray Leonard's part. Well, old man O'Grady, I don't know if you remember Pat O'Grady, but Sean O'Grady's father, he was going to fight Howard Davis on CBS or NBC television. And Howard Davis pulled out three days before the fight. And they they, they got like a 13-foot a 13, a ring, a 13-and-a-half-foot, I kid you not, like a 14-foot ring at the max. Okay? So they put this little small ring in expecting Howard Davis to run. And instead, Davis was pulled out. They brought in Andy Gannigan from Hawaii, who's a southpaw puncher who knocked Sean out like in, the, in a blink of an eye. Yeah, so it worked the opposite for them. They, they were looking for uh, an advantage, and it ended up being a disadvantage with a different guy. Okay, 30-0, 27 KOs. Uh, I call him a kid because essentially he still is a kid, Gennady Golovkin, Triple G superstar that he is. Um, how much – when do you think that he's when – when, when do you see him peaking as an athlete? You watch him every day. When do you think, that, when do you think he'll make it hit his peak? You know, this young man is, uh, is, is such a talent that the only – I think that First time that we're going to see that talent come out is when one of the uh, major names steps up and fights him. And the major names that everybody thinks is the major name, uh, the big, the, the big uh, champions, uh, whether it be Ward or whether it be if he gets through with all his shenanigans that's going on up there with uh, Goosen or if it's Quillen, one of those guys. Once he steps up, if he can't handle these guys, then well, then a lot of the people that were saying it was a hype uh, were right. But I think that uh, he'll be able to deal with all those guys. He just needs the challenge. Uh, as Andre, as Floyd, as, as Manny, when they get a challenge, they rise up. Uh, hopefully this kid, when he gets that challenge, he'll rise like that. 
Abel Sanchez is our guest. Of course, we're talking boxing, folks. He trains Gennady Golovkin, 30-0, KOs, taking on Marco Antonio Rubio Saturday night, HBO Championship Boxing from the StubHub Center in Carson, California. Uh, Gennady, a pretty good favorite. Now, I, I guess that Gennady would be favored over anybody at 160 right now. And so what does that say? He's not the linear world champion. These other guys are running around as the linear world champion, Miguel Cotto. He's going to fight Saul Alvarez probably. So it's probably going to be the winner of the Alvarez-Cotto fight if if they want to fight Golovkin. But I'm telling you, if I were these guys, I think I'd run from him. Well, so far. Uh, they are running. Right. Yeah, they are running. And, and so far, uh, that's been the problem. But our, our main concern is to keep him busy. He's only been on a, mar- on a U.S. market uh, HBO since uh, September the first, I think, uh, 2012. So it's only been two two years and a month. So we're not. Uh, I, I think that we're doing well. I think that we are progressing the way they were supposed to. Um, if in the next couple of years we get those name fighters, then it'll be four years. I mean, how long does it take you really a superstar to get to that point? I think I think we're doing fine. We're not. He's not frustrated about it. We're not frustrated about it. We'll just take the next one that comes up and and do the same thing. You know, I heard you one time uh, sort of compare him to Ray Robinson, saying that you think he's the best fighter possibly since Ray Robinson. You still stand by that? I don't know. What I said was that he was going to go down in history as a great fighter like Ray Robinson. Oh, excuse me. Ray, Ray Robinson was a um, – uh, you can't compare. Uh, in fact, that's one of Gennady's idols is Ray Robinson. Uh, I think that Ray Robinson is at the top of the middleweight, but Gennady wouldn't be too far behind him in time if we get the fight so that's the whole problem when ray was fighting he fought everybody uh and everybody fought him uh today it seems like nobody wants to get in and prove like when ray leonard benitez duran Hagler, and all those guys Burns. Burns, you know all those guys were doing their thing they were doing it against each other uh and one guy lost against this guy and he won against the other guy so i think that we need that again for uh and Gennady keeps asking for that he wants to determine who the best at 150 is if they're willing to do it you mentioned Ray Robinson, <clears throat> Abel Sanchez, our guest, the trainer of Gennady Golovkin. You mentioned Ray Robinson. Last time I saw Ray, I was sitting in his hotel room in the Aladdin Hotel in June of 1984. Tommy Ernst had knocked out Roberto Duran the day before, and he was sitting there in a pink bathrobe with a pink shower cap on. <laughs> that must have been a sight. Yeah, you know, and he signed this, they signed this contract, best wishes to Pedro Sugar Ray Robinson. I mean, he, it was it was incredible. I, I had a great time. Yeah, I bet you did. I, I would have loved to have met him. You know, some of these guys that... Uh, that we talk about every day. Uh, there's very few people get the privilege, as you did, to be around them, to talk to them, to pick their brain, to just find out what their thoughts are. We, uh, it's unfortunate that uh, I wasn't in, in that room with you to, to, to try to talk to them. Okay, but, but you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think it's an honor to spend time with you, okay? I really do. I think you're an honorable man. You've always been an honorable guy. You've always been straight up. You've always been a stand-up guy. There's no scandals attached to Abel Sanchez, be it inside the ring, outside the ring. I mean, I don't want to call you like the leave it to beaver of boxing or anything like that, but, you know, you, you set a good example. Well, I think that we owe it to our fans. I think that we owe it to the people that spend their hard-earned money to go watch our guys fight, fight, not talk and not run, but to actually fight. And it, we owe it to them to teach our guys to entertain. Uh, and I believe that when I had Terry, I believe that now, and I'll believe it till I till, till I finish. But uh, I I honestly think that our fans spend a heck of a lot of money to see us fight, and we we owe it to them. Okay, in less than a minute, tell me what does Marco Antonio Rubio bring to the dance Saturday? Experience. Experience and power? Uh, I wouldn't say power. I'd say experience. I think his power is... Uh, uh, overrated? Nothing to Chavez. I think he couldn't... Not, not overrated. He punches, but I mean, against whom? Uh, I think that Rubio is... The experience of being in the big fight is one thing that we have not had. We have not had that uh, 9,000 people screaming, 9,000 Mexicans screaming, uh, and it's going to be a, a ruckus crowd. So that part of it is one thing that we... Uh, uh, we need to hopefully one of these days go a little longer and, and get that kind of experience. Abel Sanchez, always an honor, always a privilege. Take care of the family. I hope to talk to Gennady real soon. God bless you, man. Thank you, Pedro. Thank you very much. The great, great Abel Sanchez, folks. Trainer extraordinaire, Big Bear, California. is what he calls home. Of course, he trains his fighters down there as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 93. Next up on the upcoming hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Art Davey, the man that brought us the first UFC back in 1993, talks about the UFC and the perils involved. How I love to walk down that golden street 
Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts in hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229-Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If you give me enough money, I'll find my own mother. The music in the background is about as faint as it gets, but you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of box. That is the Tower of Power. Tower of Power, of course, rocking it, folks. Check out TowerofPower.com. Go to the message board. Check out Pedro's Song of the Month or the Down to the Nightclub section, and you'll realize, yes, I do write about music as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. This segment, of course, coming up, Art Davey on the MMA Hour and many of these same uh, sports byline and iHeart affiliate radio station. Straight up, I want to thank my guests, and they were fantastic, weren't they? I'm talking about King Cod, Amir Cod, right on Amir. Great to have you on. Of course, the fantastic man that he is, Mr. Abel Sanchez. Mr. Family Man, Mr. Trainer Extraordinaire, just a complete package. So happy to know these time got these kind of people straight up. They're great people, and they're boxing people. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Until next time, don't forget the iHeart Radio app. Go to iHeartRadio.com, download the app, and take iHeart anywhere you go in the world. 